Hello, hello, and welcome to the Healthy Be Human podcast. I'm so excited you're here. My name is Callie, and I'm your podcast host. And today's episode is literally so freaking spicy and exciting. And I cannot wait for you guys to listen to the topic today, which is all about breakups and spirituality. So on that note, I'm going to start off our episode with a little self-check-in. If you are new to the podcast, our self-check-ins are just to help you get refreshed, grounded, and ready to absorb lots of goodness and just feel, check in with yourself, see how you're feeling. So whether you're listening in the car, on a walk, during work, anything, I want you to just take a nice deep inhale through your nose, filling up your lungs with lots of goodness, holding at the top, just hold it. Open your mouth and sigh it out, letting your shoulders drop out of your ears, face relaxed, just let it go. One more deep breath in, sitting up a little bit taller, feeling just amazing, beautiful love and energy going through your breath, holding this at the top, and then slowly opening your mouth and sighing it all out. Wherever you are, I want you to ask yourself, how am I feeling right now? Never judging yourself, but just listening to your body. And now ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? Maybe something happened in your day that caused this, or maybe you just woke up feeling like it. Now I wish to ask yourself, have I drank water in the past 30 minutes? If you haven't, pause the podcast, you know the drill, grab your water, chug it, and then hit resume. And now ask yourself, have I stood up in the past hour? I have not been good at this today, and I highly recommend for anyone listening who haven't stood up in the past hour to stand up right now, shake out your legs, shake out your arms, get the blood moving. It'll help you feel a lot more energized. I promise. I sat for like two hours today and literally felt insanely drained, so I would not recommend that. And now I want you to ask yourself a final question. What is something that I can do today to make myself feel closer to the best version of me? So we all know kind of the best version of ourselves that we're aspiring to be. We have goals, we have dreams. What's one thing you can do to get closer to making that happen today? It can be as small as listening to the entire podcast, doing a workout, drinking water, taking breaks, anything. All right, now that we're feeling checked in and grounded, I want to give you guys a quick life update. So last time we chatted, I genuinely have no idea what was happening. Um, (laughs) So much has happened since then. It has been a whirlwind of the past few weeks. I have been at the low of a wave. I always say life moves in waves. We have highs, we have lows. It has been a bit of a low for me recently. I had a relative pass away. And so I was away in Oklahoma for a funeral this past weekend. And honestly, it was definitely sad I mean funerals are always really sad but it was it was kind of like happy in a way too just because the person that we lost had been suffering for a couple years and was struggling with a lot of just injuries illnesses and it was she was ready to go so I'm really happy that she's in a better place now it definitely was tough for sure just to see my dad really sad and crying and everyone really sad and like obviously I was sad too but it was also a at the same time kind of nice to just see my whole family and spend time together because our family is pretty spread out I don't really talk a ton about my family but we kind of live all over the country and it is one of those things where sometimes sad moments bring the family together and it was really cool to spend time with my parents we went on a hot girl walk together we were laughing about it we're like hot girl walk around Oklahoma and I also saw a farm saw some farm animals and that was really fun um and yeah it was just honestly a nice little weekend 
obviously not the best of things to have happened but it was nice to see the fam and we're back I'm kind of feeling a little bit under the weather I think I've been running myself into the ground but I've been trying to just take a next few days just really rest recover rejuvenate and fight whatever is in my body also you guys one of my best friends from Miami is visiting me this week she was my roommate and one of my close friends from my sorority and it's been so fun just having her in New York City for Labor Day we went and explored Gov Island if you haven't been to New York City it's this island that you have to take a ferry to and we biked around it and went to a really cool restaurant that gave me like Miami vibes it was so fun like think kind of like chill house music with sand and disco balls facing the water and just like old historic buildings everywhere it was such a weird like combination of vibes but it was so fun and it was honestly nice just to escape like the city chaos I feel like recently I've kind of been on a rocky relationship with New York City I'm realizing that I'm more of like a slow-paced small town person who loves nature ever since getting back from Colorado I've kind of been like hmm not sure how we're feeling about being in the city so stay tuned for that I have my travel bug is back and I've been wanting to travel around the world so we may may press pause press pause on NYC and go travel so we shall see but yeah it's kind of like a little reflection of what's been going on oh my gosh guys I also had a super exciting launch like three freaking launches actually I launched a freebie with my friend Sloan it's called mindful morning routine and then this podcast drops on Wednesday so not tomorrow when it drops but the next day on Thursday September 8th um, I'm dropping our best self blueprint guide with my friend Sloan again and it's like gonna be so amazing it's how to design your day to feel like your best self morning lunch afternoon evening it's packed with lots of tips and I cannot wait to share that with you guys and I also launched today a Pilates challenge for September with sweaty studio called the back to basics Pilates challenge you can sign up for that still. I will link it below. It's going to be so fun for the month of September. We're going to do form videos to perfect our Pilates form and workout videos to feel like our best strong amazing selves and just really get back in routine for this fall. So I'll link that below and that's about it for updates. I'm literally so excited for all these happenings and I cannot wait for you to listen to part two of our little guest episode with Olivia Shabo from For You From Eve. She is literally so amazing. If you didn't listen to part one, I would pause the podcast and listen to part one before we listen to part two. But if not, this episode is a totally different topic from part one. So we're chatting today all about relationships. A lot of you guys have been chatting with me about having breakups, having relationship struggles and friendship struggles. And I feel like this is a very aligned episode with some stuff you guys have been going through. So we chat about relationships, breakups. We also chat about some stuff in the terms, in the realm of spirituality. So we chat about our relationship with God, how to get back in the relationship with God and why it has changed our lives. So I cannot wait for you guys to listen to the episode. Make sure you rate this podcast five stars if you're feeling nice. And on that note, let's get into today's episode with Olivia. Do you speak like fluent Turkish? I speak Assyrian. Okay. So I'm half Turkish and half Syrian, which makes me like Assyrian Orthodox. So cool. Yeah, so I speak, it's called Suryoyo. Anyone listening to this is not even gonna know what that means. You can Google it, it's real. But the language I speak is so, like, it's such a dying, rare language that it's, like, you can't, like, Google translate it. Wait, so why? Okay, so 
Is your family from, like, why do you speak that specific language? So my dad's from Syria, my mom's from Turkey, and then when they moved here, that's, like, the only, like, place that speaks that language is my church and, like, a few other churches in, like, California and, like, Minnesota. But, like, it's, I don't know why we picked up this language and not, like, my dad speaks Arabic, too, and my mom yeah. speaks Turkish, but for some reason they just taught us Suryoyo, like, that's all they taught us. I know a little bit of Turkish, but, like, not enough to hold the conversation, but Suryoyo is like was my first language. I didn't speak English in kindergarten. Didn't know how. Like no way. Yeah, I only spoke spoke Suryoyo. Was my first language. I remember I went into kindergarten not knowing a word of English and like almost got held back. It was yeah. So it's a very just like rare dying language. The only place you can like actually find it, we have like there's a few dictionaries, but that's it. You can't find it online. It's like straight from the village, like literally Wait, straight from the village. And so your church spoke. Does my church your, speaks it. Okay, so you still go to that church, that like. Speaks. Yeah, yeah, I go to a church, like a Syrian church. Yeah. Wait, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Have you been to Turkey and? I haven't um we can't you can't go to Syria but like (laughs) definitely can't go there but like Turkey I've never gone my boyfriend had a house there for a really long time is he Turkish too he's Turkish wait yeah he speaks Turkish church (laughs) our our parents like knew each other and then we were like in the same friend group and I like I've known him since I was I've had a crush on him since I was like 12 because he, we went to, like, the same camp. Like, we had, like, a Syrian camp that we went to. Oh, my and gosh. And I, I was like, oh, my God, this, that. But when I was 12, he was, like, 15. So he was not even batting an eye in my direction. <laughs> and then as we got older, I kept my eye on him. I'm like, I'm going to get him eventually. Eventually. <laughs> One day, I manifested him. But, yeah, so there's, like, literally a community of us, basically. We, back in New Jersey, yeah. When did you start dating your boyfriend? Almost four years ago. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's been a while. Wait, it's September. That's- Okay, this is so cool. Mm-hmm. I've oh, so <laughs> do you and your boyfriend speak English together? Do you speak? We speak English. Yeah, he speaks Turkish fluently, uh-huh. and I speak Assyrian fluently. We're trying to teach each other a little bit of each because I don't speak Turkish. He doesn't speak Assyrian, so we speak English. Yeah. Wait, that's so cool. Yeah. Would you ever want to live in Turkey? No. I wouldn't live there, but I would love to go there. Like, yeah. there's so many beautiful cities. My cousins just went. We've been, like, waiting to go. But the tough thing is, is that my mom's Tur- Turkish is so broken. And you, like, kind of need to speak Turkish mm. to, like, get the full experience. So we haven't gone yet because none of us are, like, well, like, fluent in Turkish. But, like, I know I'll eventually go when I'm, like, married or something. But I, I don't think I would live there. There's no one there for me. Like, they're all here. <laughs> Like you none. have your community. Yeah, my community just, oh, we all came here. Don't know why they chose New Jersey, but <laughs> so we're all here. Yeah. That's so random. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. We talked about this a little bit before we hit record. We wanted to talk a little bit about relationships. Yeah. So, okay. For anyone who's like going into college and either has a boyfriend or just broke up with one or like, honestly, let's just like even get rid of the college part. Anyone who's just gone through a breakup, like what tips do you have for them? So I have, like, obviously I have friends that have gone through breakups. One of my best friends went through a five-year breakup recently. Mm. And then one of my best friend's friends just went through a seven-year breakup where she was living with her boyfriend and then just realized, like, he, like, a lot of, I mean, this is the reason a lot of relationships change is she was just, like, the spark was gone after that amount of time and he wasn't, like, doing anything to, like, keep it going. And so it, like, takes so much courage to, like, walk out of a situation like that and be, like, he's not giving me what he gave me in the beginning. So, like, you know. Yeah. So I've definitely seen a lot of people go through breakups in, like, different ways. I've seen, like, 
a person go through a breakup and just want to go out and party and get their mind distracted and then like a month later they're like wait i'm sad like they don't realize they're sad till after and then you have the person that's sad for a month and then gets over it yeah i think the biggest thing when it comes to a breakup is completely like if you can like if you're able to like my best friend that gone to a breakup her ex-boyfriends in our friend group so it's like tough five years same friend group but it's one of those things where i think if you can try your best to like isolate it a little bit like isolate yourself from that person a little bit and just like don't try to get their attention don't post instagram stories for them don't like post a snapchat for them like whatever it is i feel like a lot of the time i see that and it's like I hate when I see things like that and like see a girl all of a sudden posting this and that to get someone's attention. It's like when you get out of a breakup, I said this in like one of my episodes, but like, I think you always have to move on after a breakup, but like, let that person be you. Like you don't have to move on to another guy. You don't have to move on to another girl. Like let (laughs) yourself. He's not going to ask me for the ball. I'm sorry. He like destroyed the ball. My dog is currently, um, he's on the scene he's in like the production at me to studio. See if I can give him the ball back. Oh my gosh. Um, you can't have this ball. You just destroyed it. <laughs> it's like absolutely destroyed. Um, okay. <laughs> I wish this was being videoed. People could like Hi. witness. He's like so involved. He's so cute. Um, okay. But yeah, I would say. Like, <laughs> Do you need advice, buddy? He actually just met his first girlfriend. Aww. His his dog sitter. I love when dogs interact. Oh, it's a girl. It's a fe- woman. It's a female dog. Oh. Not the dog sitter. Oh. The, the dog sitter had a dog, oh. and he is. I was like, oh, it's a human. He's in love. That's so cute. <laughs> you miss her. <laughs> <laughs> I can't give you the ball. He's like looking at me with the eyes. Like, can you give it to me? Give He's it like to me. literally destroyed the ball. Wow. Okay, Axel, come here, buddy. Over here. Let her talk. Um, <laughs> so cute. But yeah, so I would say when you get over, when you're with someone, I think the first thing you think of is, okay, I need someone else to give me the same attention I got from that person. Mm-hmm. So like, that's why people go out on parties because they need that validation of someone, like someone else thinks I'm pretty, someone else yeah. wants me, someone else is into me. Be that person for yourself. Like move on to yourself. Like when we're in a relationship, it's so easy to just become dependent on this person to make you feel good. It's like, if you accomplish something, you're not proud of yourself until this person says like, I'm proud of you. Like we're so easily like, like we allow people to like determine how we feel about ourselves a lot. So I think when you get into a breakup like that, see it as an opportunity to get to know yourself better and to get to fall in love with yourself. I think when we jump from like one person to another, it's because there's something missing inside of us that we can't give ourselves. But if you go into a relationship being like, you know what? Because that way, if you love yourself after you end a relationship and you do all these steps to learn to love yourself, fall in love with hanging out with yourself, the next relationship you get into, you're gonna know I can give myself everything so this person I don't even need. Like, I don't yeah. need this person. I can give myself everything this person is, like, willing to provide for me. But it's obviously always nice to be in love and have someone, like, a yeah. you know, a companion in your life. I just think that if you just treat yourself with love after a breakup, you're going to realize, like, wait, like, I was pretty before he told me I was pretty. I was successful yeah. before he told me I was successful. Like, all those things. So I think just really focus on you. Don't try to get their attention. And if you focus on yourself, another person will come along and, like, don't think because like my best friend gone to her relationship they started like talking when she was like 18 Mm -hmm. 
they broke up when she was like 25. So it's like, oh my God, I thought I was about to get married and have kids by 30 and now I'm like resetting. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, you can't think of it as a timeline. And I think in your 20s, it's so weird because yeah, at 25, you can be getting into your first serious relationship, getting married, or you can be ending your first yeah. relationship. So I think that we set this like weird timeline for ourselves that we don't have to follow and like there's no expectations out there except for the one you put for yourself. So yeah, don't think of it like, oh, now I have to like find someone new and start over. Yeah, like no. that's exciting. And like, honestly, okay. I just started reading this book called single dating, engaged, married. Mm-hmm. And it like kind of brought a lot of light to being single. And I realized, so I actually had, I got out of a four year relationship in October, believe it or not. And mm-hmm. I'm now dating someone that, I have been friends with for literally seven years of my <laughs> life. And um, it was, like, bound to happen. But that's yeah. a whole other story. <laughs> um, anyway, but I think, like, something that I realized that I have poorly done when I've been single is, like, after that four-year relationship ended, I immediately got out of that relationship. And the first thing I did was party. Yeah. And I spent the next few weeks, months, just getting hammered. And trying to find people and things to fill that void and that yeah. uncomfortableness of being alone. And it's so interesting because I'm reading this book and it's all about like, it's all about like when you're single, it's like you have, it's like, like you were saying, like you can like date yourself and like you're with yourself, but it's like also a really cool time too to get closer to God. Yeah. And if you're like a believer listening to the podcast or not, it's just like, I also at this time was not really in, I was not walking with God. Like I had fallen completely out of my faith and I was just fully like embodied, immersed in the world. And that like I had a few things happen that got me back on track with um, my walk with Christ. But it's like a really cool moment because instead of, you have like this choice of two paths, you can either fall down the path of trying to distract yourself, but it's going to, just always ends up in the same place. Like, take it from me. You're never going to end up feeling good after you go down that path. You're going to end up feeling rock bottom, super depressed, super anxious, lonely, and worse and disconnected than you've ever felt before. And I've had that happen a million times. But, or you can take the other walk where you invest in your health, in rest. You start reading, like, a devotional, praying to God, getting closer to him, figuring out, like, okay, why am I going through this chapter of my life? Because he has a reason for it. He has a plan for you. And I think that's, like, really comforting when I was even reading that. I'm in a relationship now, but, like, just reading that, I was like, if I had read this when I was single, I would have gone a totally different path. Yeah, for sure. Do you know that, like, picture of, like, Jesus, like, holding, like, a big teddy bear and you're holding a small teddy bear? No. Oh, my God. There's a picture of, like, this little girl and she's holding a small teddy bear and God's, like, looking at her and hiding a big teddy bear behind her, like, behind his back. And he's like, give it to me. And she's like, but I love it. And he's like, Mm. give it to me. And he has, like, the big one. And then she finally, like, gives it and he, like gives her the big one. It's like, oh my God, like I had this small thing. He had something so much bigger for me, but I kept holding on to this because I thought it was all I was worth. And then I finally was like, okay, let me like release this. And then he gave me something better. So like, even with my best friend, I was so proud of her because she just was like, I'm trusting God. Like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm 25 and like this, that. And like a few months later, she found someone else. And like that person came into her life at the most perfect timing. She's in love now. And like, she's like, yeah, like she's like, oh my God, like I gave God the small teddy bear and he gave me the big one. Like, I think it's, I think it's obviously every breakup is so like scary and like sad because the thing with a breakup too is like this person was your best friend and like 
just not having that person's company, I think, is so hard. It's, and it's like It's not even about, like, it's, it is grieving because it's, like, with even with, like, a family member, you get into a huge fight, this, that. They're still your family member. You're still going to see them, this, that. When you're so close with someone and then completely cut ties with them and don't even know, like, what they're up to anymore, it sucks. And it's, yeah. like, oh, my God. And I think that's why so many people hold on to relationships is because of the comfort of them and, like, the security of, like, I have this person at the end of the day. I don't have to be worried about my relationship life like that's already settled for me and we sit there and we just get so comfortable with the person that we're with and I think this is why long-term relationships are so hard in your 20s because all those things you did in the beginning to win this person over fade over time and because you're so in love and you're so comfortable with the fact that you're in love you don't do those like little things anymore for each other and I think that's why so many relationships end and I know for a lot of people too that are in long-term relationships like I always see on TikTok like a four-month situationship will hurt more than your four-year breakup ending and people are like but why and they're like because when a four-year breakup ends you see it ending for three months for the next like three months you see like oh I feel like this isn't working out anymore so when it happens you're not as upset as you thought you'd be and then with the situationship it's like I don't know what could have been like Mm, you know I've never heard that but it's so true yeah like I think either way it's gonna hurt people differently but I think long-term relationships in your 20s are so difficult and they really are a challenge of like we love each other but we have to work hard for the relationship yeah and another thing that like this book i'm reading is honestly really really interesting Mm. and like thought-provoking about relationships but it's like talking about how dating (laughs) just slips into the wall wall. oh my god he's so like precious (laughs) oh my gosh my dog um the thing with the thing is like with dating it's it's an it's an evaluation like you're evaluating if the person that you're dating is the person you're going to spend your life with and i think something that i read in the book which i thought was super interesting is the author and like okay first of all you can take everything an author says with a grain of salt so you can decide what you believe and think or whatever but yeah. i thought this was like super interesting is that a lot of people get very stuck in the dating phase and they like just settle into these like very very long relationships when Mm -hmm. it's like (laughs) it's like you it's like the author's perspective was that you should be moving through the phases and like you'll know if the person's the right person then you move on to the next season and then you like next season's like engagement and then it's like marriage yeah but I thought it was interesting because for me I was in like this very long relationship and I'm not saying that like being in a long relationship is bad but I'm just saying that I knew for a year that I was questioning it. And I think you know or you don't know, to be honest. Like, now that I'm in this relationship with this new person who I have always, like, for most of my life, it's like he's always come back into my life and I've kind of, like, always had, like, a weird feeling about him. Mm. But, um, like, dating him, it's like, I, like, know. And there's no question there. And before it was like, yeah, this person I'm dating is, like, awesome person. Like, we were, like, best friends. And I have nothing negative to say about the person. Um, But, like, I just knew it wasn't right. And it's hard, too, when it's, like, there's nothing actually, like, wrong. Like, it's not like someone cheated on somebody else. But it's, like, you can just feel that you're not the most compatible and he's not your soulmate. And that's okay. And it's, like, I think, too, breakups don't have to be a super dramatic thing. Like, you can just split ways and just realize that you're both just going in different yeah. directions in life. And that's yeah. okay, too. Yeah. And I feel like so many, like, girls maybe listening, maybe in the situation a long term where they're, like, maybe they're, like, afraid 
to even like stand up to their boyfriend and like admit something's wrong. Yeah. Because I like I said with long term relationships in your twenties, like oh my god, he's like getting mad if I don't pet him. <laughs> um, even with like a long term relationship in your twenties, like I said, in the early stages, it's like you're texting every day and you're going on dates every weekend, you're doing all these new things and everything's exciting and it's new. And then after a few years, it's like, wait, this person doesn't text me as much as they used to. They don't get excited when I come over anymore. Like, they get you get used to each other. And yes, there's a beauty in like being so comfortable with someone. But at the same time, when little things like that stop, it's like, wait, like I don't feel the same way about this person, or like I'm getting attention somewhere else and not mm, from the person yeah. I'm with. So I think like that's a really thing with that's a really tough thing with long term relationships and. Even now, like, if there's a problem arising in my relationship, I'm going to say it right away because I feel right. like in past relationships, I shut my mouth about everything. Same. I was like, I'm not saying anything because I love this person. I want to be with this person. So yeah. I'm not going to open my mouth. And then it would bite me in the ass when it we'd be broken up. up. Yeah, it builds up. Everything's thrown under the rug. And then all of a sudden you, like, lash it all out at once. And you're like, oh, now the relationship's over. Yeah. That's something that I've also started in my new relationship is communicating about everything. Yeah. It's like I live with my boyfriend. And if – there's a dish in the sink or like they pile up and one of us is slightly bothered by it. We'll say it. We'll be like, Hey, can we do the dishes? Or like, can we make this not happen again? Yeah. And honestly, it's like, yeah, sometimes in the moment it's like, I he'll like, he'll say something to me about something that he like needs to get off his chest and I'm not in a great place to receive it. And I'm like annoyed about it. Yeah. But end of the day, it always makes it not become like this massive thing mm -hmm. and I think that's been like the game changer for having my new relationship that I've missed mm -hmm. in other relationships is just like that communication yeah element. communication's like so important and it takes a while also to like kind of learn how your person likes to be communicated with like yeah. if I'm upset I'm either like okay this is a venting upset where I just need to cry and vent and you need to listen or this is like a logical vent where I need you to like give me advice so I think yeah. just like communicating how you feel with your partner and like you're gonna learn over time like this is how he likes to be treated when he's sad this is how I like to be treated when I'm stressed and etc is gonna help so much in the relationship and that obviously like takes time and stuff but yeah yeah I I agree too and like going back a little bit about whenever you're in the single phase of life mm -hmm. it's I had something that you've mentioned that really, like caught my attention was it's like you don't have to immediately go search for someone else and from my own experience the moments when I've searched is when I've gotten myself in toxic situations yeah. but when I just let it be and let God bring the right person into my life is when it actually works yeah and it's like I don't know I feel like I have a lot of, I know a lot of people that they're just like oh, I feel like I don't know any of you guys I can't find any guys that are like attractive to me whatever but it's like okay yeah maybe this is just your moment to not be in any sort of relationship yeah. and that doesn't mean that you're not worthy it doesn't mean you're not pretty it doesn't mean you're not enough like being in a relationship isn't meant for every single person and there's no shame in being single yeah and there's no shame in being in a relationship or being having a breakup like every person's life is entirely different like nothing is similar the not like nothing is literally the same in everybody's life yeah so I think it's like really important to just like try to keep your eyes on your own lane it's easier said than done but it's like who knows what's going to happen to you in a month? Yeah. Like even the girl I was saying, my friend's friend got into a relationship when she was 20 that broke up at 27. It's like, I'm sure when she was 22, 23, her single friends at 22, 23 were like, Oh, you're so lucky. You're with someone. I'm single, this, that yeah. now she's 27 and she's single, which is an amazing thing. But it's like, you never, and I always tell my like single friends this too. when they say, Oh, you're so lucky. You're in a relationship. I want a boyfriend. I'm like, 
I love, I hope it doesn't, but God forbid it could end tomorrow. Like I'm not going to sit here and act like this is, it's a blessing to be in love and it's a blessing to be in a relationship, but that's just not your path. There's like one of my pet peeves and I'm sure people listening have done this before. Is like, Oh, I want a boyfriend. It's like, I'm going to go out to a bar to find a boyfriend. It's like, why do you, why do you need a boyfriend? Like you have a great group of friends. You have yourself. Like when you say I need a boyfriend or I need a girlfriend, it's because something missing is is something is missing within you. I think the only way a relationship is going to work is if you're not chasing that missing figure and you're chasing a specific person. Like, not I want a boyfriend. I want blank. So, like, I'm going to find a way to get blank. And just being yourself and waiting for that person to come to you, even if it doesn't happen for a few years, if it doesn't come to you, like, this is why people say right person, wrong time. It's like, no, you chased when you weren't supposed to chase. You're supposed to let God finish your plan, but you're trying to rush the plan. Like, just (laughs) hold on. He's getting there. So, like, I think that's a huge thing in your 20s is you think you have this timeline you have things to get done by the time you're 30 but it's like if you just focus on what's in front of you at the moment and you stop worrying about what could happen in the future you're going to be at a place where everything is going to line up perfectly for you and I know if you're listening to this it's so hard and you're like no you don't get it Olivia like I just got out of a serious relationship and I just lost my job this that there's always light at the end of the tunnel and it's so hard to see when you're in those dark moments but if you just keep walking you're gonna eventually see it and also too it's like God's never going to let you get in a situation that you can't handle. Get out of, yeah. It's like, even if it feels like it's beyond you, I promise, like, you have enough strength within you and through God to overcome it. Yeah. And life goes in waves for every single person. I have good days. I have bad days. I have good months, bad months. Like, that's just how life goes. And it's learning how to prepare yourself for those dark moments, too. It's like... How can you take, maybe you're in a time where it's like everything's going so good for you. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, how can you prepare, knowing that life goes in waves, how can you prepare yourself to be okay if everything just like hits the fan one day? Like maybe your boyfriend breaks up with you one day. It's like, okay, how can you prepare yourself now mm-hmm. for whatever might happen? It's like not to be negative about it, but like maybe if you're, you feel like you are codependent on your boyfriend for your happiness, validation, and you're realizing this as you're listening to the podcast, it's like starting to just take little steps like journaling, yeah. figuring out why. Why do you feel like you have to have validation from your boyfriend to feel like enough? Yeah. Like getting to the root of it. Definitely. I One of my favorite quotes is like healing comes in waves and maybe today the waves hit the rocks. It's like one of my favorite things because it's like when people go through a healing journey, whether it's after like a breakup or something with their job or something family re- related, like just because one day you wake up and you feel great doesn't mean tomorrow you're going to feel like that too. It's like there's going to be days where you're down and you just have to accept it and it's like totally okay to be like that. And yeah, I feel like the single life in your 20s, I don't know why it's so like looked down upon because I yeah. feel like it's like you can really like live it up and like experience new things. And yeah, you never know what the plan is. But if you just put your trust in God and you do what you have to do in the morning when you wake up and stop worrying about the future, you're going to eventually like everything's going to make sense to you one day. Yeah. And I, I started doing this thing because I, I struggle a lot with anxiety and like I've opened up about this on my podcast yeah. a lot. But like in October through like March ish april i was like majorly suffering with like mental health stuff Mm -hmm. and i started doing this thing where every day before i do anything like work related whatever it's like i'll just pray i'll be like hey look god i just i give up this day to you i give up whatever like i give my business i give my life take control of it and just like do what your plan is for me i'm just following you and i think it just releases a lot of that anxiety and that like feeling of needing control. Um, I think a lot of times too, like when you're single or you had like a breakup, I think that feeling of 
wanting to be able to control every outcome and control every person's responses, like that can be what makes it sometimes toxic, at least from my experiences. And even in relationships, like if you are feeling like you're having to try to control your partner, it's like looking internally and being like, okay, what is happening here? Because a lot of times like we project how we're feeling onto others. So yeah, it's like my two cents. Yeah, I have a crazy story from... When we last recorded together, you told me to get the Live On Purpose devotional by Sadie Robertson. <gasps> and I ordered it as soon as that episode was done, I ordered it. And I was, like, reading it where, like, for, like, a few days, and I was, like, obsessed with, like, every prompt I was reading. I was, like, wait, yeah. this is, like, hitting so hard. And like you said, with anxiety, I struggled with things. I struggle with a lot of anxiety when it comes to, like, my health and, like, yeah. oh, my God, I have a migraine. Like, is something wrong? And just fearing, I like, dying? yeah, like, no, I'm, I'm a hypochondriac. Like, I yeah. go crazy with that thing. Things. So, like, I was fearing everything for, like, that's, like, what my anxiety is. It's fear. So, like, I was, like, so afraid of this and this. And, like, all these thoughts were going in my head. And I remember I got home from, like, hanging out with my friends. And I just started breaking down because I was, like, why do, do I have to feel like this? Like, yeah. why do I have to be out with my friends and get, like, an anxiety attack or, like, think all these dark thoughts? Like, breaking down in my bed. And then I sat in my bed with, like, tears down my face, puffy eyes. And I was, like, God, like... This is a 45-minute conversation with God about everything I was thinking, everything I was afraid of, everything. Then I take my devotional, and I'm like, I know you can't answer me, but, like, answer me through this book. Like, I'm going to open up to a page. (laughs) Whatever I open up to, tell me what I need to hear. And I opened up the page, and the first word I saw that was, like, the title was fear. And I lost my mind. I remember I just like opened it. I saw that and I was like, <gasps> and I closed the book and I started crying again. I was like, wait. And it I was like, like insane chills. I was like, I had chills. I was crying. I was like, oh, I was like the first time in my life. I felt like God was sitting at the foot of my bed, like looking at me and like wow. literally opening the book with me. I remember it was like such a surreal moment of like, oh my God. And I remember I just like read the thing. I read the prayer and I just couldn't stop. And at that point I wasn't crying like a fear. I was crying of happiness. Cause I was like, oh my God, like he's here. Like he hears yeah. me. And then the next night my boyfriend came over and I told him the story. And then we opened like a random page, just like opened it. And then the thing was like happy birthday. And it was on the 21st prompt, which my birthday is on the 21st. And I didn't even notice it. He noticed it because we oh were talking gosh. and he was like, oh, this book is so cute. And he like opened it. And then he goes, oh, happy birthday. And I was like, happy birthday. He goes, wait, it's on the 21st thing. And I was like, oh, my God. I literally was just like so since that moment, I have not had like a bad panic attack like that because wow. I every time it's about to come into my head, I'm like, nope, God's with me. You can't get me today. Oh my like, gosh. It was an unbelievable moment. And I just like. I couldn't believe, and it was just like they say, like, cast all your fears on him. It's all I do now. It's like any worry, any fear. Literally, I just sit there, and I'll just talk about it with him. And it's like you – not all the time. I know a lot of time people listening are like, well, sometimes I pray, and I just don't feel like I'm getting an answer. And it's like God has your answer, just not yet. You don't need your answer yet. Like I think about that stuff all the time. It's like even with, like, relationships and stuff, it's like – God didn't want you dating them yet. Like God wanted, God had them ready for you in the future, but you wanted to rush it and you were impatient with his plan. You got it now and now you're broken up. It's like little things like that. I just, I think of all the time. Like I don't believe in right person, wrong time. I think if like it was the right person, it would be the right time no matter what. But yeah, that was just like a surreal experience I had this month. It was like crazy. Wow, thanks for sharing that. That's yeah. amazing. I had to share because you told me yeah. about the devotional, and I love it, by the way. You know, I had something kind of crazy happen with that devotional, too. Yeah. I, 
It's so funny. I feel like I literally always talk about the devotional. I finished it today. I'm so oh sad. God. I'm like, so I don't want to finish it. I, I was like reading like four or five pages at once. I was like, all right, relax. Like I don't want to finish. I know. I honestly might so just like bad. restart it. I'm but gonna, I think it's a devotional. You can restart. You can restart. I'm going to get way more of her books. Yeah. I have to. I'm going to show you like the book by Jenny Allen. I yeah. swear it's going to help you so much. Okay. Your anxiety. Like yeah. it's been like changing my entire thought process. It's insane. But the healing code is like that too. If you haven't read I've, it. Yeah. I've heard of that you book too. Okay. Yeah. I have to like try that one too. Yeah. Um, Okay, wait, but, like, I have to tell you this one story. I have, mm-hmm. like, two little random, like, crazy God moments of, like, God speaking. Because I keep having people DM me, and they're, like, I, like, want to get back in my faith. But, like, I just don't – I never hear from God. He finds you when he needs to find you. That's yeah. the thing. Like, in He's that moment, there. like, I was, like, at such a low point during that time. And, like, I wasn't – I was reading my devotional for a few days. But before that, I wasn't going to church that much. I wasn't reading my Bible. Like, I was just anxious and stressed all the time. And in that moment, I felt like he found me when he needed to find yeah. me. And now I'm, like, so much better than I was before that. Wow. Yeah. I have to, like, okay, wait. I have to, like, literally share this, like, whole thing with you. I feel like I might mm-hmm. have shared when we recorded um, on your podcast. But so first thing is um, I got this devotional. Do you know Meredith Good? Yes. So she – I followed her from, because I followed Lexi Hidalgo first, and then I followed Meredith because I saw her from Lexi's page, mm-hmm. and then she, I saw she was following me, and I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. I love those moments, yeah. I know, I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. And then I see her story, she posts this devotional, so this is like when I, I had just had my breakup, and I was like very much like not in my walk with God. I always yeah. believed in God, I just Same. completely stopped going to church for like five years, Yeah. but basically... I swiped up. It was, like, the Sadie Robertson devotional. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, what is that book that looks amazing? Because I was really having just awful mental health stuff. Yeah. And she responded, and I was, like, whoa, I did not expect that. She responded to me, and somehow we had gotten this conversation that she was doing my, like, Pilates workouts during COVID or something oh, wow. crazy. And I ordered the devotional. Fast forward, like, months later, we literally end up becoming friends in person. We meet in Hawaii. Nice. And it was, like, all these really cool God moments that, like, brought us together in this, like, one coffee shop. <laughs> and it was, like, so crazy. It's a whole other story. But yeah. anyway, that was, like, a little seed that was planted into my mind through that. So that's, like, what I found the devotional was through mm. her. And then around that time, two of my friends invited me to the same church. I did not even know these people were Christians for all the time I was friends with them. They didn't even know each other. Went to the same church. Mm-hmm. And I went to that sermon with my boyfriend now we were like just starting to talk again he was visiting me in Miami and the whole sermon was like verbatim speaking to my soul and I was like whoa this is like ridiculously crazy what's happening then (laughs) I am like miserable I'm working a full-time job on top of building a business I want to launch my own business so bad and have that be my full-time thing I'm like dying I'm working crazy long hours and I read I flip that devotional open to the page literally i prayed like i was like god please like i just i want to know if i can leave my job like i just need like i'm at the point where i can't anymore i'm suffering so much from this like mentally and physically and literally the page said was talking about quitting a job wow and i was like what the heck it was like the craziest thing and i this is what gets even crazier dude the verse that was with that prompt my dad was studying that exact passage in his bible study that week wow yeah. Do you remember the passage or not? I could find it in the devotional. Okay. But it was, like, so wildly cool. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to dive deep and just trust God in this. I had no idea how much money my studio was going to make a month. Yeah. I, it was, I gave everyone, like, a free month to start. And I was like, I didn't know how many people were going to, like, like, churn through. 
So when it actually, that timing, this talent agency, like, also reached out to me. And, like, the combination of those two things allowed me to quit my job. And, like, it's, like, cool how God, like, gives and provides exactly what you need. And And when you need it. When you need it. And, like, even in June, I had, so I had no brand deal. So at the time, it was my salary was half brand deals, half my studio. That was, like, what was helping me to, like, survive. Yeah. So, June, I had no brand deals that month, and I was moving to New York City. And it, it, an apartment that was cost me over $1,000 more a month. Yeah. All these extra expenses, and I was freaking out. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I don't know how I'm going to afford anything. And literally, I had one TikTok video go super, super viral out of nowhere, like, 7 million views. Wow. And it over doubled my studio revenue that yeah. month. And I was like okay, God, I see you. You're providing for me. Then I get a check in the mail for $6,000 out of nowhere from a family member. And I'm like, what? Like, I was like, God, you were literally, he like provided for me. And like, it was such a cool moment. I like got that check. I broke down in tears. I was like sobbing. So I was so, I was having so much anxiety around money and finances. And it was like a really, really cool moment. Um, And then even like last week I was on a hike and I was, I asked a question. I was like, so what if like sin entered the world when God made it why didn't he just like completely just start from scratch Mm. and it was like a question that no one could really answer next day I opened my bible and I'm reading like Matthew and literally that exact question I had it was in the bible like answered and I was just like okay this is really crazy cool not coincidences it's just too many moments like that where I'm like how is God, like, how, like, how do people not think God's real? Like, I know. It's just, I always think that, like, things like, like that, too. And I mean, I was, like, having my own doubts. So it's, like, obviously people experience a lot of doubts and stuff. But I just think, like, God's going to speak to you in different, yeah. in the, the ways that, in ways that aren't just, like, he's not going to, maybe he will. I've never had this happen where he's going to speak, like, actually out loud. But no. it's through different things he speaks to you. So it's like a long tangent ramp, but no, I totally feel like he finds you even if you don't want to be found. And I think for like, even this, like one girl's interviewing Audrey, she said it too. She's like, when I was at my lowest, like God found me, even like you said, when you opened up your Instagram to Meredith's and she saw like posted the devotional, it's like that timing wasn't on accident. Like you just thinking of her going to her Instagram and her posting that story. Like that's not an accident that you stumbled across that. So I think like even a moment like that is you getting introduced to God and God, like kind of like putting his way in you and being like, you need me right now. Like try to like, you know, see that. And it's like, I don't even look at people's stories that much. So the fact that I looked at her specific story that day, I was like, Whoa, yeah, really cool moment there. And yeah, I mean, I think it's like if if you're listening and you're like, okay, cool, like love these stories, but that never happens to me. It's just like, it will. Yeah, it will happen. And just keep praying. Literally, get real with God. You don't yeah. have to have a formal prayer. You have to be like, don't like sit there and be like, God, make it thunderstorm if you're real. No, like, <laughs> I hate when I people hate that. do that. No, it's like just being like, God, look, I'm struggling with believing that you're real. I'm having my doubts. I'm having anxiety. Like, I feel super hopeless. Like. I just need you. Yeah. Not being like, prove it to me. Just yeah. Like, I need you. And like, I promise like God's going to give you what you need. Yeah. So oh my gosh, that computer almost locked. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Thanks for sharing this story of though. Of course. So cool. Yeah. Unbelievable. Love it. Love it. Well, is there anything else? I, I feel like we've been recording a while. I, like, I can't love tell. This. I can't either. But I love this episode. It's I like, know. Oh, I feel like it's so, it's like, wow, we unpacked so much. Yeah, we really did. Yeah. I love it. Do you have like anything else you want to add before we go? Mm, let me think. 
I don't know. I feel like we covered a lot. I know. I feel like we did too. School, God, relationships, this, that. Yeah. Yeah, we covered yeah, a lot. Yeah, we covered a lot. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, if you've made it this far in the episode, um, I'm so happy. I'm so happy you're still listening. But before we go, where can my listeners find you? You can find me on Instagram at For You From Eve. I just changed my TikTok to For You From Eve too. Everything's For You From Eve. Um, my podcast is For You From Eve. That's where you can find me everywhere. My name is Olivia. Um, thank you so much for having me on. Of course. I have one more question for you. Yeah. Okay, so is Eve your middle name? Eve is my middle name. Olivia okay. Eve. Yeah. I was wondering that because I like I was like, hmm. my brother's middle name is Adam. <laughs> Adam and Eve. Was that intentional? Yeah. That's so cute. Yeah. And then my first name, Olivia, comes from Olivia Newton-John. So Olivia Newton-John and then Eve. Eve, I always wish was my first name. I love the name Eve. I love the name Eve. So much. Or like, I love Evelyn. Like, I always say I want to name like Evelyn, my daughter. So her nickname's Eve. (gasps) But yeah, I love the name Eve. That's so cute. Mm. Love it. Well, everyone go go follow her. Listen to her podcast on your next Hot Girl Walk. And I'll definitely have you back on the podcast again. For sure. It's so much fun. Thanks again for listening to today's episode. I hope you loved it so much. I hope you're feeling so much more inspired and motivated in your wellness journey after listening. If you ever have any questions about anything we chatted about or just want to reach out, you can find me on Instagram at I'm sweaty and I know it. Also, I'm going to link below, but if you want to find some extra motivation and connect with other queens in our community, I'm going to link our group chat below for you to join. And once again, don't forget to join our Pilates challenge, back to basics challenge, and keep a lookout for our super exciting best self blueprint guide that is launching on Thursday. All right, my gorgeous queen, I will see you next week. Have the best day ever. Keep shining, being amazing, and feeling your best. Bye.